Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. Today, I'm really excited to be bringing you an interview with someone I've looked up to for a long time. His name's Gary Ryan Blair, also known as The Goals Guy, and he's a number one best-selling author and creator of The 100-Day Challenge. And as some of you may or may not know, I'm a huge advocate of Gary's 100-Day Challenge and, per- and personally participate in it every single year. It actually changed my life about three or four years ago when I first heard about it. And at the time, I was struggling financially, living in my friend's living room trying to find a way to survive, and I ended up joining this 100-day challenge, uh, set some goals for an internet business that I was starting at the time, and I was able to achieve them because of Gary and this program. You know, fast forward now, I've made literally hundreds of thousands of dollars online, and I also want to mention that I actually ended up creating a mastermind group out of this program. I have four friends that we all decided to do the 100-day challenge together about two years ago, and we formed a mastermind group where we meet every single morning uh, or every Monday morning at 8 a.m. following the exact format that Gary has taught us. So you can tell I'm excited. Um, I just want to thank you, Gary, for personally making a huge difference in my life and for taking the time to talk to me today. And I want to welcome you to the interview. Man, I, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Awesome. So uh, my first question is, is, could you tell people a little bit of background about yourself and how you got into doing what you're doing? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, I, I've been fortunate enough to grow up in an entrepreneurial family, so uh, yeah, I learned, I guess you could say, some life skills of self-reliance and making money real early. But I went to uh, I went to college in, uh, in upstate New York, Syracuse University, thinking I was going to play pro ball. That's what I wanted to do. That didn't work out, just a physical injury. But uh, the, the, the good side of the bright side of that is it really forced me to, to look at what my future was going to be from a really from an income, from a contribution standpoint, and I started, while I was in school, I started the first long-distance phone business that was focused in on the collegiate market. So essentially, this is the time going back in the early 80s when AT&T split up, MTI, and just a, a thousand and one different interconnect companies are out there. And I, I had a very unique uh, focus, if you will, and at, at the time, I was the only one in the game that was doing it. And over the course of about four and a half years, um, we, I, I knew I had a short-term window, but I sprinted really across the U.S., built this up and then flipped it to, uh, to MCI in my early 20s and was very fortunate to find myself in a comfortable financial position. It didn't rest on my laurels. You know, there were a number of other businesses I've been involved with. Um, and, you know, so much of it really has come down to, if I were to see where my greatest skill sets are, it's really being able to focus, to understand exactly what the key end target is, but more importantly is just solid, fast, relentless execution. Mm-hmm. And as, as time had gone on, Goal setting just seemed to me is that it was something that was universal, and not not just that it's a universal principle that you know people need to achieve something, but the fact is it was applicable to everybody, uh, regardless of of gender, regardless of religious beliefs, regardless of skin color. It didn't matter. Everybody anywhere, you know, needed to have some type of guidance and direction. And while everybody talked about this subject matter, 
nobody in my sector, if you will, from the standpoint of whether it's Brian Tracy or uh, or Tony Robbins, whoever else out there, everyone kind of you know has, has touched on the subject, but no one's really built an entire business model around goals, goal setting, execution, and that's really what I've done. And it's been a good run. It's been a real good run the last couple of years. Oh, that's awesome. So as you know, New Year's is coming, uh, coming about right around the corner, and uh, you know people are getting ready to make their New Year's resolutions and everything. Could you tell us a little bit about New Year's resolutions and what the history is of that? Yeah, it, it's actually kind of a superstitious thing. It, it goes back, obviously, to Roman ages, which shouldn't surprise anybody, but Janus, who is a mythical god, was depicted with two heads. And one head essentially pointed towards the past. In this case, you could metaphorically speaking, saying it was last year. And the other head pointed towards the new year, towards what was about to come. And the, the Roman soldiers actually used Janus, this mythical god, as, as an opportunity for us for forgiveness for their sins in the past and for guidance and direction and for, for hope in the future. And that's really, the, uh, really the, the story behind it. Oh, cool. And why do you think you know, people should be taking their resolutions and goals more seriously? <laughs> you know, it's a great question. Um, well, I, I kind of compare this to your, to your, heart, to your heart rate, you know, mm-hmm. that how important is it? And, and the fact is we all know that we are toast, roadkill, history. You, you, you pick the adjective, but bottom line is, you know, it's game over. And the same thing is true with your goals. That's what provides you with direction, with meaning, with significance. It allows you to determine if you are, are, are making a contribution to society and doing anything with your life. But bottom line is, is that, you know, you need to wake up with some type of idea as to what it is you are trying to do and get done. And that's, that really is a lot, very large reason as to why this is so important. Right. Why do, you, why do you think it is that, you know, New Year's is a very exciting time for people because, you know, they set the resolutions, goals. It's like a new, a new year. Why do you think people, you know, they set the goals, they're so excited, maybe they get a little bit of progress at the beginning. You know, for example, people join the gym and they're in the gym for the first three weeks of January. Then as time goes on, they just kind of, they don't stick with that, that goal or that resolution that they committed to. Why do you think that happens? You know, there's a couple of different rabbit holes we can go down, and I think it's worth trying to check out a few. But let's let's look at this from a rather than from a kind of a micro focus. Let's look at it as it relates towards a societal issue, meaning that most people grow up to be financially literate. Their parents didn't teach them about you know financial how to how to create a budget, how to spend their money, how to invest it, because largely they didn't know themselves. Mm -hmm. Most people are from a standpoint of being nutritionally illiterate. They don't know a darn thing about really what's going on in their body as it relates to the food. And this this goes on to so many different areas of your life. When it comes to goal setting, this is a tremendous life skill. Your ability to to effectuate a result, to create something out of nothing, is is an important skill set. And unfortunately, most people are not taught it, or if they are, they're taught it improperly. So that's one issue. The other is, is really comes down to this, is, you know, there's, there's a couple of components. There's what you want, which is what is the resolution. There is why do you want it, what's the, the motivational fuel, and there's the how you're going to get it. Well, the, 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 the two easy parts really are the what and the how. I mean, that's pretty easy to identify. What, what are the steps? What do you need to eat? How much exercise do you need to engage? It's pretty simple to put the plan in. Mm-hmm. The challenge that people have is, is the why. So let's equate that, metaphorically speaking. You know, if, if you have a, a, a phone and your battery runs down, that phone is functionally useless. If you have a, an automobile and you run out of gas, again, it is from a utilitarian value. It has, it, it's not going to take you anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it goes. 
If you have a goal or a resolution, you don't have a burning enough desire, strong enough why, some sustainable fuel, you're going to conk out, give up, suck your thumb, and cry uncle as soon as you run into an obstacle, as soon as you experience failure, as soon as you experience any sense of, of difficulty, you're, you're, you're more than likely to quit than you are to fight through it. And it's so important to realize that you need all three of those elements. You need to know exactly what it is you want. You really need to spend a lot of time thinking through what's the motivational horsepower that's going to drive this engine and how and, how and when you're going to refuel it. And then, obviously, you've got to execute properly. And then that's a whole other issue, too, that people have an issue with execution, and I'm sure we'll discuss. Yeah, that's great. And I'd even add to that just the accountability side of things because I think that's one thing that your program – really accomplishes is that it you know having a system that people in place that just holds you accountable every single day to make sure that you're executing and performing at a high level and i think you know people maybe they're accountable in their job because you know if they don't go to job today or go to work today they're going to get fired or something like that because they're they have a boss that's holding them accountable so do you have any thoughts just on the accountability side of things i do and and i think it's worthwhile to give kind of a painful example uh Mm -hmm. to drive this point home but let's look at it this way. When I built this program, I, I do everything. The way I frame out a speech or a report, or in this case, this program, is I always begin with questions. What does it take in order to achieve a goal? What, is it, what does it take in order to achieve a goal fast? What does, it achieve, what, it, what does it take in order to create a quantum leap in your life consistently? And I think you need to ask bigger, expanding, bolding questions. The opposite is also true. You need to ask yourself, why does failure take place? Why does it, why does it take place consistently, consistently in people's lives? What's the, the missing clues? And I, and I think one of the best ways to determine the, the answers for the, for, the, for the former, for the how do you get what you want, is you have to identify the latter. You have to look at the adverse effects of failure and why does it take place. So accountability is the issue. So let me give you a stat. I could right now I can only speak about the states here in the United States, but we're well past the point in time where we're close to 58 percent of all first marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. Now let's stick with that for a second. You mosey on over to second divorces, and you'll realize that that is close to 70 percent in terms of second divorces. Right. Third divorces are off off the charts. 80 percent of third divorces plus end in divorce. Now just stop and think about this for a minute. If the single biggest commitment you can make to a human being is till death do us part that I will stick with you, that this is you are my partner for life, and that the vast majority of people in society break the single largest commitment you could ever make to another human being during the course of your lifetime, do you think it's possible that people could quit when there's a temptation when a cupcake comes around, that they'll quit when things get difficult, that they won't follow through on their promises or goals or commitments when uh, some type of adversity takes place? And the fact is, is that you become, you, you, the more that you quit, the more that you give up, the more that you, you don't enforce accountability and deadlines and execution, you, you weaken your psychological immune system. Mm. So you become much more suspect. And this is why this whole issue of accountability, that is the problem. It is the number one problem. It needs to be isolated and discussed, and people need to shine a flashlight to their soul and say, how am I going to solve this? And a large part of that is, is what I built into the challenge, a series of hyper-accountability systems. Mm, that's awesome. So, you know, just for, you know, year 2014 is coming up, how can we use 2013 or the last year's performance as a guide to making our goals for the new year? Well, the single smartest thing that you can do is, is, to, ref- is to stop and reflect and ask mm-hmm. yourself some real simple questions. How well did I perform? And you need to look at your results. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, the, the, the results are a representation of your beliefs, 
They're a representation of all of your actions. They're a representation of everything that you spoke, a written word, whatever it is. The bottom line is we are all a summation of what we think, say, and do. And if you're off target, you have to, you have to become an adult. You've got to wake up, grow up, and make a decision that, you know what, that if I continue to perpetuate exactly what I did last year, is there even a likelihood, a possibility, a whiff that I will improve my situation in 2014? The answer is absolutely not. And you've got to make some changes. But the only way that's going to take place is for the individual, truly, again, to, to, to look and, and have a truthful, honest adult conversation with themselves and, and, and say, what do I need to change in order to get better results? Mm. And it's that simple, it's that profound, and it's that difficult. But that's really what the answer is. That's awesome, yeah. And why is it important for all of us to start the year fast, you know, focused and fired up? Real simple. Um, you know, a lot of people start slow, and unfortunately, they don't build any momentum. Now, I, when I designed this program, you know the theme of this is start fast and finish strong. Right. And where some of my motivation for that was, was that when you – there was a commercial that, it got, that, was in, that was running decades ago, and it was a recruitment uh, ad about for the Army. And it said, you know, join the Army. We get more done by 7 a.m. than most people do all day. And it's a true statement, and and I do. That's the way I live my life as well. I'm, I mean, up, I'm up and running, and I get my more stuff done probably by seven or eight o'clock than most people do. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, you want to start fast because you want to build momentum in the day early. You want to quit. You want to get wins quickly. And and the reason for that is, it, it's almost like a natural drug, and it really is. It is a natural drug. It's an endorphin. And when you start start the year off fast, the same principle applies. You're building momentum, and off you go. If you start slow, the fact of the matter is you're not building any momentum. You don't have a full head of steam. You don't have a series of successes out of the gate that would, one, inspire other people. Mm-hmm. Number two, set precedent for yourself with which to be able to build upon. And there's a whole host of others, but I think those are probably the dominant ones. Okay, cool. Um, I've heard you talk about closing performance gaps. Can you explain what you mean and maybe go into a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's very simple. It's, it's understanding the difference between your desired outcome and your actual outcome. There's always going to be a gap. For some, it's going to be larger or smaller, but that's just kind of the way it goes. And some people are able to close those gaps. But essentially, what you need to be able to do is sit back and uh, here's a great example. Let's say it's paying off debt. Mm-hmm. Your objective 2013 was to pay off $20,000 in debt. At this point in time, you know, with whatever time is left, you've only paid off, let's just arbitrarily say, 14000 you have a $6,000 gap. Ultimately, you need to look at every single goal from the standpoint of what was the intended outcome, what did I say I was going to achieve, and where are my results today? And what are you going to do in order to close that gap? What I tell people is my job is to do just that, is to show you how to close that gap quickly. And that's where a lot of these execution strategies come in. Okay, cool. Um, So, you know, one thing I really want to just kind of maybe explain to people a little bit about more is the 100-day challenge. And basically, this is a program that you've created that helps people achieve goals, set goals and everything. Could you tell people maybe just a little bit, you know, why you created this? Maybe a little bit more details about what it is, because maybe there's a lot of people that just don't know exactly what it is. Is it, you know, videos or, you know, what is it exactly? (laughs) And just the history about it? I'll be happy to. The the history is, is, uh, you know, I know... 
many of the people who are listening are probably starting their own business or anything else. So I want to, I want to speak to that and give you a, a, a unique perspective as to why I started this business and when I started it. Um, I spent a lot of time initially, and this was just truly is the genesis of it, Stephen. I, um, I was looking at the annual marketing calendar, and I was consumed with the idea of how do I own and dominate a specific date, a moment in time, in very much the same way that we have Mother's Day and Father's Day and Groundhog's Day and Valentine's Day. These are, these are manufactured events that were done by these large corporations in order to sell stuff, I mean, or some type of a nonprofit. It's all it is. And most of the holidays are designed around that. However, and this is a big however, everybody who's a smart marketer will find a way with which to be able to leverage the annual marketing calendar. And the beautiful part about it is it is predictable. It's evergreen. So that's what the key words that I was going with was predictable, evergreen. But what I was interested in was a very unique position that no one else owned, something that I could go out and claim and elbow everybody out. So the original start date for this was September 23rd. September 23rd, besides for leap year, that represents the final 100 days of the year. And like every good holiday, it needs a good story. So the story for me was pretty simple. And I think that's the beauty of this, focused and simple. It's elegant. 265 days down, 100 days to go, what's the score? Mm-hmm. And if you are now 265 days into this game, into this new year, and you are below target, you may as well just kiss your behind goodbye if you don't make some changes now. So the whole message was about finishing strong. What are you going to do to finish strong? And i got to tell you, from the first year I've, I've done this, it has taken off like a rocket to the point in time where, I mean, it's, it's tripled and quadrupled, and, and it just continues to increase in size. Um, and gain, gain a lot of worldwide stature where this is going to run for many, many, many years. I'm, I'm really stoked about it. So what is the program? That's the genesis of it. D- does that answer at least one of that question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, going on, here's, here's what it is. Everybody is familiar with stuff like P90X, but let me give you a great show. This is, it's off the air right now. It's called Extreme Home Makeover. An Extreme Home Makeover was a fantastic example of what the 100-Day Challenge is all about. It's a deadline. In this case, they had seven days to build a house. Now, for most people, and, and, and the thing about it is the story that most people got when they watched these shows was the story. That was the storyline, and that's what ABC wanted you to do. I wasn't all that interested in the storyline. I was interested in how the hell did they do this? How do you build a house in, a, in seven days? When I knew I took, it took me two years to build my house. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. So this is a classic example of what you would call time compression, massive time compression. And my thinking was, okay, you can sign up for a mortgage and sign up for 30 years or 20 years. But why, why subject yourself to that type of abuse for the bank or whatever your lending institution is? Why not find a way to pay it off in 100 days mm-hmm. if you've got a sales goal? You know, why not try to turn your, your entire last year's income, okay, and, and match that in the first 100 days of 2014? And until you ask big, bold, aggressive, ferocious type of questions, you'll never find the chops to be able to rise to that challenge. So the 100-day challenge was, was really based around the idea that how can I create an extreme performance acceleration, kind of like mm. a P90X for your body, that really showed people how to, how to kick ass and make some huge progress in a very short period of time. Mm. And the components of it, the mechanism of it, we can get into that if you like, but that's really the idea behind it. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So basically what you're saying is by having a specific deadline, we basically, you know, I've heard the saying, you know, pressure creates diamonds. And when we're in that position where we have that deadline and we create that pressure, that leverage on ourselves, then we're more likely to perform at a higher level to get it done by that deadline. Is that what you're saying? You know, yeah, I, I am. Let's look at it this way. You know, there's two, you have to look at this from the standpoint of internal and external, okay? Mm -hmm. Everybody that you do business with brings a deadline to the table. What I mean by that is your mortgage bills, your credit card statements, your student loans, all of that stuff. There is a time by which you need to perform or they're going to hold you accountable and there will be a consequence associated with it. Essentially, this is what you would call forced compliance. They're going to force you to honor your commitment. Mm -hmm. Yet when it comes to your own goals, own hopes, your dreams, retiring early, sending your kids to private school, having a, a flat stomach, whatever it is you want to do, okay, there is no deadlines associated with any of these and no one cares. There is absolutely no one that, that has any vested interest in your goals whatsoever is going to tell you this needs to be done by this date and deadline. And until people wake up and realize that deadlines are not negative, it's not the type of thing where you sit back and say, I work best at the last minute. That is just a right. bunch of crap because you work sloppiest at the last minute. You cut the most corners. Right. A deadline essentially means this that I am going to honor my commitment by this date, that this will be done, that I will make this type of change in my life, and we need to take them much more seriously. But if you look, and this is the beauty of this, if you look at just about most of these shows that people watch on TV, again, it blows my mind. They don't pay attention to really the mechanics of getting results. But the Food Channel is a great example. There's the Iron Chef, there's these Cupcake Wars, there's all of these different things that take place. But the driving mechanism that gets these people to do extraordinary results, to create a, a seven-course meal in 60 minutes, is that friggin' deadline and intense competition. We need that in our lives. We see it displayed. We know that it works, but yet most people are completely absent of a challenge emotionally, physically, spiritually, and, and financially. But we need that in order to perform to the best of our abilities in the same way that you watch a sporting event. And two teams, they got a similar goal that they're working towards. You will see competition at its highest level. And, and, and again, every sport team. 24-second clock. Uh, you can only stand over yeah. a foot for so long. You've got to hike the ball within a couple of seconds. Everything that we see and look around is deadline-driven, all designed to create a performance. That's really what it is. Yeah, very true. So, you know, most people, they know about goal setting. You know, they've read maybe a self-help book, or you mentioned Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I know about goal setting, or at least I know that was what it was like for me. You know, I thought I knew how to set goals and all that. But what, do you, what makes this program different? What, what makes it more unique? Well, a, a number of things. There's consistency from beginning to end, and it was designed with one core purpose in mind. How do you make traumatic performance gains in 100 days? There, there's mm -hmm. a strong value proposition revolving around this. Now, here's the thing. It, it's, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be easy. It's going to require a lot of hard work, and you know it, it's the type of thing where you're going to get some serious results, but you've got to go to work on it. But going back to the whole thing, I spend a lot of time sitting back and thinking through what are the issues? How do you how do how do how do you truly teach somebody how to go about setting a goal? The, all of that is explained in the program, and I already gave a little bit of that information, so you understand the, the methodology at the beginning. The rest of it really comes down to execution. But let me give everybody an example. Let's use the best symbols in society, a gold medal at the Olympics, uh, an X-game type of uh, ribbon, 
this could be an Eagle Scout, and the Boy Scouts could be a black belt in karate. You name it, whatever it is, a Congressional Medal of Honor or a bronze or silver star. These are symbols of personal excellence. That's it. They're symbols of personal excellence. Now, there's a couple of things you need to strip away from that. Number one, they must be earned. You can't just go out and buy it. You can't fake it. You just can't go out and, yeah, maybe you can pick it up on eBay. But the fact of the matter is you'll be a fraud if you walk around with it that way. You've got to earn it. Now, what does it mean? What does it symbolize? Well, when you look at a goal or a ribbon or a green jacket at the master, it symbolizes personal excellence. It symbolizes commitment. It symbolizes focus. It symbolizes accountability. It symbolizes overcoming obstacles. It symbolizes consistency, going the extra mile, all that is good and virtuous about the human condition. More importantly, it symbolizes somebody with a rock-hard constitution and a good character. Ultimately, goal setting comes down to your ability to consistently enforce values, virtues, that which, is, that, that, that which allows you to perform at the best of your abilities. And this program, what it does is it drips on you every single day, a specific lesson with a specific action that you need to do in order to advance the ball forward. It's very, you know, I spent a lot of time, and as you know, going through it, it's very well designed and, and it's consistent from front end to back. There's not, a, yeah. there's not a, a, a dud lesson, if you will, in this entire program. Yeah, and that's why I love it so much, and that's why I've been participating every year, just because every time I've done it, I've just taken my results to a whole new level. And it's just, you know, I think to some extent we can hold ourselves accountable, but it becomes a lot more powerful when you have an external source, whether it's a program like this or it's having a coach or a mentor. You know, I think that's another core component of performance. If you look at professional athletes or whatever, they have a coach, or, you, you know, you look at the life coaching industry, which has become so big now, but I found the 100-day challenge is just a more affordable way of doing it to, to get massive results in a short period of time. And I, I just want to mention, too, actually one thing that I find to be one of the most valuable elements of it is the after-action review, which is basically I think it's every 14 days or so where you have to review your goals and the results that you've had and everything. And I think that's one thing that's missing for a lot of people when they set goals is they don't actually, like, you know, measure the results on an ongoing basis to see, okay, Am I on the right track? Do I need to change anything? Am I going off course? And I, I found that to be one of the most benef beneficial parts of it. Uh, do, you, do you have anything to say about that? Uh, yeah, I do. And let me, let me tell you where that came from. It's not so much that it was a, a ripoff. It was an adaptation. Mm. But when I built the business, I, you know, I was fortunate to be in a good financial position that I could design this the way that I wanted to, that I didn't need to mimic anybody else that was out there. And what, what I mean by that is, my client base consists of Olympic athletes, consists of, of special forces, you know, Green Berets, uh, Army Rangers, uh, Navy SEALs, Olympic, and it just people at the top of the field. I surround myself with excellence and best practices. So I'm very fortunate to be able to see what people do in a life or death experience and how do they extract that knowledge and information. So working with the military, even, even the, this, this goes down in, um, for, for fighter pilots, they do a debrief. They do an after-action review. And if you think about it, there's, it's not a better example of a life-or-death experience. These guys have to execute flawlessly. And I always, I always look for the most extreme example and why they're getting results and say, how do I learn from that? And how can I implement that into, into the challenge or anything else I'm doing for a client? So in this case, you know, an after-action review is just that. It is an opportunity for you to sit back and analyze what was the intended outcome, what was the mission, what was the outcome? What exactly took place? 
why did it take place? What did we do right? And what did we do wrong? What, did we, what do we need to do differently in order to get a better performance? And the reason why this is so important, it's, it's not a very difficult set of questions. You have to do it, but the fact is, if you do not continue to ask yourself, what did you do wrong and what will you do differently next time, you will continue to repeat the same mistakes year after year, decade after decade. And there's a lot of people who are now 45 or 55 making the same stupid mistakes they did when they were 25 because they never learned the lessons. And the fact is, pay once. Pay once for a mistake, for a failure, for a bonehead move. Don't pay and repeat it for the rest of your life. And the only way you're going to find out about that is through that discipline. But I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, so important. Um, so what, what would you say to people that are skeptical about this kind of stuff? You know, they, they've heard the claims before that, you, you know, they just don't believe that they could achieve massive results or change their life in 100 days. You know, can, can people really make those kind of... I know for myself, I've, you know, I've had incredible experiences that changed my life, but what would you say to those people? And uh, I've got a follow-up question after that, but I'll let you maybe answer that first. <laughs> hey, no worries. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I personally, I'm at a stage of my life where I have evidence. And, and obviously, you're, you're, the people who are listening to this is hearing some guy for the first time, but obviously, more than anything else, they know you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, they, and they trust your recommendation and, and credibility. And I think that's the thing that's most important. And you certainly want, wouldn't, wouldn't present anything that didn't have the highest level of, of integrity to it. Mm-hmm. But the key thing is this. Uh, this is something I've been doing for a long time. I have evidence, and I think that's the thing that's missing in people's lives right now. Is they don't have evidence that you can make some dramatic performance gains in a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this much. They turn on the TV and they watch P90X, and they could see somebody go from being fat to skinny or a great firm muscle in a very short period of time in 90 days. It is possible for you to make extraordinary performance gains in a very short period of time. It just flat out is. This program works, and the, the best part about it is if you don't feel like you're getting value, and we've got a very low refund rate, if it's almost minuscule, uh, we'll gladly give you your money back. But mm-hmm. it's, if that's the, the road you go down, I promise you, it's not because of the quality of the program. It has everything to do with the quality of your efforts. Yeah. And so my follow-up question is, what kind of results have people gotten over the years? Can you maybe share some success stories or just typical results? You know, yeah. With- yeah. I'll be happy to. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a great example. This is one guy who's a wonderful champion of the program. This is Michael Wilcox. First off, Michael you know, was going through the program. He had, goodness, he had a, a business, pest control business of all things in Sarasota, Florida. And I think his best year was about $110,000. He went through the program and, and went through it the first time and did it somewhat seriously. I think what, what he, got it, he got out of it is that, you know what, this could really change my life. So he paid for a little bit of coaching time, and we, we spent some time together. And I said, Michael, if you really want to achieve this, and, and here's what he wanted. He wanted to pay off his mortgage, $192,000 in 100 days. And I said, I will show you how to do it. So the first thing that we did was we looked at his business model. We had a conversation. And I said, you realize the, the only answer to this is executing better. And, and, and I say this to everybody. The answer for you to change your life is better execution. Mm-hmm. Now, in this case, what I said was, how much do you charge? He told me. I said, first off, number one, sell annual commitments up front rather than just each time you go on a service. Tell them that you basically it's going to be six times a year or once a month, whatever program or package you do, bang, get it done. Next, offer your upsells. Every time you go, do an upsell and a downsell. Immediately, I mean within the next week, his sales literally went from, from, from $10,000 or some odd per month. He wanted basically over $50,000. He just had a massive boost in change just in changing his entire pricing model. That's all it was. 
And, and I say this to everybody is that very often the changes of the, to, to create the quantum leap in your life is not some huge, completely, you know, change your life 180 degrees. Usually it's just a 10 or 15 or 20% different viewpoint, different perspective. And that's what you'll get through the 100-day challenge. You will constantly be under siege, if you will, in a very good way with – uh, it's with stuff that's going to challenge your perspective. It's going to force you to think about who you are as a human being and your ability to execute to the best of your abilities each day. But here's the way you have to look at the challenge. This is a sprint. And I want to be real clear on this because this is the thing that's most important. Yeah. Most people have heard this whole nonsense line, oh, slow down, life's a marathon, it's not a sprint. You want to know something that's complete bullshit. What I've realized from high-performing athletes to salespeople who knock it out of the park to, again, to special forces guys, they realize they have a very short period of time. The window of opportunity is very small with which to execute a mission. It is a sprint. It is a massive sprint. And what I've realized is that my success really comes down to a whole series of short and massive intense sprints. So you look at the 100 days and you say to yourself, I want to say no to clear the deck on just about everything in your life and just identify the three most important things that you want to achieve in a big way. Mm. Give it everything you've got, and I promise you, you'll be an entirely different person 100 days from now. That's great. All right, so for people that are interested in, in enrolling, how, how would you recommend they do it? Would they, in, in the sense, would, is it better to enroll individually, you know, if you have a family or other people involved? Or uh, I know, you, you know, you've had entire companies do it as well. So in other words, who, who is this program best suited for? Uh, first off, th this program is best suited for anybody who really, who sincerely wants to make a change. And, and I want to be clear, half-hearted efforts is just, is just not going to do the trick. Mm -hmm. Now, as it relates to who's going to get the best, it, accountability is a large part of this, as we discussed earlier. So uh, I think the answer is pretty straightforward. You will gain much more value if you can go through with a group of people mm -hmm. who you like, who you could speak truthfully and frankly to about your ups and downs, your strengths and weaknesses, and, and be transparent and open and look for feedback. So who is that? That could be a spouse. It could be a son or daughter. That could be a team, if you will, inside work. It could be maybe a, I have triathlon clubs have gone through this. I actually, at this point in time, we have an entire, we have counties or, or, or regions in different parts of different, uh, different countries in the world that are actually going through. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm speaking with, uh, after this call, I'll be speaking with a mayor in uh, Niagara Falls, New York, who I just happened to stumble across an article that said he had a 100-day game plan, and I've discussed putting the entire uh, city administration to go through it. And it looks like we're basically going to make that thing happen as well. So uh, bottom line is this, is that it, it really does help if you have built-in levels of accountability. Can you make progress gains individually? Of course, but it's going to be better if you if you have a group. Yeah, that's actually what I ended up doing the second time that I did it. Is you know I had a few friends that um, I just called up and said, hey, you know I'm doing this hundred day challenge. You want to do it together? We can hold each other accountable. We could form you know a mastermind group and we can get together every week, go over our goals and hold each other accountable. And mm -hmm. so we each ended up signing up for it. And it's actually been a mastermind group that we've been a part of now for a few years. And it's just it's just kind of added so much more to it. And um, yeah, it's just been great to, as a result of that. So I, I can recommend doing it as a group as well. What about, uh, you know, who would you say would least benefit from doing this program? Um, you know, it, it's, it's the thumb suckers. It's the people who have a history of making excuses. If, um, if, if you don't have the horsepower, the intestinal fortitude to do what it takes and really step up your game, you're, you're going to get steamrolled by this type of program. 
So it's real important to embrace that idea that you've got to be prepared to execute, to enforce discipline. And again, if, if, if that's not part of your DNA, I wouldn't even bother. Right. Okay, cool. And what about people that have maybe already been through it before? You know, I've had a lot of people that I've recommended to over the years and, you know, they've gone through the challenge and everything. What kind of value do you think there would be in, in going through the program again and again? Well, I, I do have people who've gone through this for multiple years, as I think you're well familiar with. Mm -hmm. And it's a smart way to do it and for the simple reason that, one, you know, the, the program is constantly being updated. And, 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 and I, obviously, I do mm -hmm. weekly calls, as you're well aware, which is, I think is a real good, helpful element for people. But most importantly is as you grow and mature, your perspective grows and matures. But the beautiful part about the program, and, and here's the way I designed it, and I think this is another thing that I'll, I'll for those of you that are involved, if you will, in terms of, of marketing any type of program, this especially will be important for each one of you. The program is designed in such a way that it is timeless. It's not dated. We're like we're talking right now about 2013 or 14. Even though we have dates on this, this conversation, Stephanie, mm -hmm. you and I are having, is still going to be fresh and robust and applicable 20 years from today. Mm -hmm. We're talking about universal principles of human performance. That This the entire program is based on that. So what it means is as you grow, as you mature, your perspective changes, it deepens. And i got to tell you, I think anyone's had this experience. You could read something, listen to something, hear a song, and you're like, man, I never heard that before. It didn't make any sense. And it's not that the words weren't there before. It's just yeah. that you were, in a different, you were in a different place. And I think that's the beauty of what this program brings to you. Yeah, and, and because you also offer it at different points of the year, you know, I found a lot of benefit doing it right uh, at the start of the year for the New Year's and everything. That's just been just generally because society, we have this huge boost of motivation um, that people generally have around that time of year. And then also to finish off the year, which I think is really powerful too, just to make sure that you're getting the most out of the year and just really pushing yourself towards achieving the big goals that you have. So yeah, I've, I can personally say for myself, I've actually probably been through it about five times now. And I've done it all at different stages of my life. You know, when I was, for example, at one point I was more focused uh, business oriented. At another point I was uh, competing in a fitness competition. I, I was thinking, okay, how can I perform at a higher level to do this so i decided to do uh the 100 day challenge and that helped me achieve that goal so yeah i can definitely say that you know just and, and you get in what you put out um or you get what you put into it so yeah it's a great program so what's uh just to finish up here what's the investment uh for it and what type of guarantee do you have for it yeah no it's, it's very simple your entire investment is 147 dollars mm. so if you divide it by 100 it's a buck 47 per day uh Look at it this way. You're going to get world-class coaching. You're going to get a proven, tested system. I mean, it's, it's, it's been polished. It's been finessed. This thing works. You, you're not going to get a better value. And, and mm -hmm. let me, I, I just want to, I want to share this with everybody. I made a decision many, many years ago, and I think maybe it's part of my value system. I grew up in a very blue-collar family. But I have a very difficult time going and looking at some of the prices that people charge for coaching services for $1,000 or $2,500 or whatever. And it, it, I'm like, I would never pay this myself. And, and I don't even know I have any idea what, what I would say to somebody for, for $500 an hour or 1000 That's just not who I am or what I'm made of. I believe that the smartest thing that you could do in order to create a loyal following is truly is to provide insane levels of value at a reasonable cost and develop a reputation. I've built an entire business model and at this point in time a nice empire around that concept. So this is an insanely valuable program at a ridiculously low price. Awesome. 
And how can people sign up? And, and is there a deadline for participation? Well, yeah. In, in terms of this specific challenge, here's the way this is going to roll. January 1st, we open the doors. And if, if you're listening, whether it's before or after, you know, the most important thing is to take action. But here's the way this goes. We open on January 1st. We close on January 10th. Mm-hmm. Scarcity is part of the business model. It gets people to wake up, get serious, and take action. And that's the reason why we've done it. But my advice would, this is a new year. The best time to start would probably be right right out of the gate. Start January 1st. And what are you going to do during the first 100 days? In terms of signing up, I think you've got all those credentials is where you want to direct people to. So you may want to take a minute and tell them. Yeah, so I'm actually going to throw in a bonus for people that decide to sign up just because I really want to push people to, 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 to actually do this. And, you know, this is something that has changed my life. So I'm clearly passionate about it. And, you know, I'm just... You know, I, I really want to get people on board with it. And so if you go to projectlifemastery.com slash 100-day challenge, so projectlifemastery.com slash 100-day challenge, and I'll make sure to include a link with this video uh, as well. If you go there, um, I'm going to have a, a special bonus for people that that take action, that decide to do it, um, and, and just go for it. And um, I think that's just another bonus, another incentive for people to to want to do this and really change their life. So... So, so any, any, yeah. Well, I was going to say, let me, let's toss in one more bonus. I'll be happy to do this. How about once we get to day 50, which will be right around February 20th, Mm -hmm. uh, in this new year, why don't uh, you and I get on another call, make it live for everybody, invite everybody on who decides to purchase. Mm. And, uh, cause we, we can get you that list. And um, let's do a let's do a halfway point call and check sure. in, see what everybody's doing, answer any questions, and and really just make sure people keep the fire burning. I'll be happy to extend that. That's awesome. No, that'd be great. I think that'd really help people. Uh, so I just want to thank you, Gary, for taking the time to talk to me today. I think this is going to help a lot of people and uh, really make a difference. So thank you. Hey, my man. Listen, it's my pleasure, and thank you so much for all the great work you're doing. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level.